and we welcome you in to the final best podcast available of the off-season next stop training camp and the 2021 season. It's episode 19. Why not? In honor of the one and only Bernie Kosar, I'm Jason Gibbs alongside Andrew Gribble and minicamp officially in the books. Andrew Gribble and this team, everybody's getting away for a few weeks. Recharge the battery and get ready. That's what Kevin Stefanski's message is going to be to them. And everybody splitting and getting ready for the 2021 season. Yeah, you know, and this has been what we think has been productive for, from, from a minicamp standpoint. And I think both you and I agree that minicamp has certainly changed over the years, but uh, th- this is kind of a, a, a way of doing things that keeps guys healthy, keeps them ready, and you got a 17-game season. So there's no, no reason to go crazy uh, with some June football. And I think that this is all part of the, the plan to get them ready for the season. And again, football that we didn't get last year. So we're appreciating anything that we get to see. I think the guys are appreciating being here uh, and going through these activities. And honestly, uh, a lot of these guys here, some of these guys here for the first time uh, this off season, seems like a team that likes each other a lot, a lot of com- good camaraderie. And it seemed like they were enjoying themselves out there this week. Every single player accounted for on the field. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple, obviously, that were held out of the the practice portion of the program. A few more on day two as guys continued to come back from injury. And there are a couple guys that are still rehabbing. And, and, you know, I would think that the game plan is for everyone to hopefully be ready to go in late July, but it was nice to see. It was, you you could just tell guys were happy and upbeat. And I know Jadavian Clowney hit it hit on it in his press conference and you'll hear from Jadavia and Clowney later on in the show, our interview spotlight Gribble and Zagura going one-on-one with the newest member of the Cleveland Browns, but everybody's upbeat. Everybody's having a little fun, but it was also really three good days of work by this football team. Yeah. I guess this is the atmosphere you have after a really good season and and you're going into what you expect to be a better season. I think that that's the the mindset that this team has right now. And I think that it's, it's a mix of confidence in an offense that comes back in full and a kind of the excitement of a defense that has a lot of guys that are new and believe in themselves and believe that they can be a lot better uh, in Cleveland than they were at their previous stops. And I think that that's, that's kind of the mix you're dealing with. And then you've got kind of the quiet confidence of a, of a coaching staff led by Kevin Stefanski that uh, is under, uh, they, they undertook an, an impossible challenge with the COVID season being all brand new last year. And now all of a sudden they've got the luxury of having their guys in the building in June. I mean, that's something they didn't have last year, having their guys going through practices. I mean, that, it's almost like they're playing with house money at this point compared to last year with what they were able to do uh, with these guys in the field. So it's just a refreshing time, beautiful weather to play, to play some football. And, and now it's weird because it's like, this was the busiest part of the off season so far, but then you go into the longest stretch uh, of vacation that these guys get, it seems like, and there's almost like a summer break kind of feel uh, last day of school kind of feel around here. And uh, that's, that's, that's kind of the environment you usually get at this time of year around here. All right, your top three takeaways from Minicamp 2021. Well, I think my number one takeaway is that the three, the guys who are dealing with serious injuries that affected their season last year, 
in my opinion, I guess maybe I, this is an uneducated opinion. It just seems like they're further along than I may have expected, especially when you see at Wednesday's practice, Odell going through some team activities and, and really being a pretty active participant after tearing his ACL midway through last season. Grant Delpit was active on the first day, got a bit of rest on day two, uh, but he, he's been doing a lot more than maybe I expected at this point. So, and Greedy Williams, again, he's been out there active, playing. Uh, we saw him shooting free throws at the end of Wednesday's practice with the, the, the shoulder. So, I mean, it's just it, he's he's fully back and, and ready to go. So the, the one guy that's still on the mend is, is Chris Hubbard, who uh, is hitting all his benchmarks and getting ready to, to, to get back. But it just seems like the guys that were dealing with some serious things, those guys are in good shape. And then you've just got a handful of guys dealing with some minor things uh, and should be ready to go by training camp. Yeah, it, it is amazing. You know, the Delpit Achilles, you're you're always interested to see how guys re, rebound from that. And it's been almost a year for him on that. I think we forget that Odell got hurt in week seven. Yeah. <laughs> for him to look the way he did this week is pretty spectacular because even coming back from ACL, even in today's modern medicine world, like you're still not supposed to be – 90 95% for 18 months and it's less than a year here way less than a year yeah and it's not just how he's looked and it's more and it's not just how he's looked on his social media which he's shown a lot of and, and looked great on there it's the fact that within the Browns building they're comfortable with him doing all this stuff you know usually you're going to err on extreme caution at this time of year but he must be at a point where he's hit all the all the benchmarks and then some to not only be doing these things but be allowed to do these things within a Browns practice. I, I think that that speaks volumes with where he's at in his recovery. And you would think he's, he's going to get even better over these next six weeks. And we'll, we'll see what kind of plan he's on for training camp, but you, you got to think that, that he's going to be ready to go just because it seems like he's been doing a lot already at this point. Your number two takeaway. I, I'll stick on the health front a little bit. It's just this team right now, and again, this is all part of the discussions that go on between the NFLP and NFL. it's just, when you look at it, this team's really in a good spot from a health standpoint. And you, and you saw a lot of that when you see the ones versus ones and you've got all the guys out there, you've seen, you see that it's just strange to see that first team offensive line all there together because they were hurt so much throughout last season and had to uh, battle through a number of different things. Uh, defensively, you're seeing that front with Clowney, Miles, uh, Malik Jackson, Andrew Billings, you know, those are three of the four guys weren't on this team last year, but they all come in, they're healthy, they're ready to go. They've been taking care of their bodies during the offseason. I think that you got into a spot where I've, I've, we've been through some mini camps here in the past where you've got like 12 to 15 guys off to the side. They're dealing with different things, different ailments. It just seems like these guys have handled their offseason in a very responsible way. Uh, some guys have definitely dropped some weight. Some guys have gotten bigger, the good kind of bigger. Uh, during the off season and, and th it looks like they've handled their business and now it's on them to do that again for the next six weeks. It is impressive. Uh, a number of guys noticeably just have, have improved themselves. I mean, it really has been a, a nice change from previous seasons. Yeah. And it goes into like, I think these guys are learning how to train better. They're not coming in with like these hamstring pulls or, or calf strains, things like that, that can, the, the soft tissue stuff that can crop up on you when you're maybe pushing it a little too hard or, or not stretching all the, all the, the, the little things. I mean, the, the, the team's in pretty good, in a pretty good spot health wise. And that's where you want to be entering training camp because training camp's a grind. 
the, the regular seasons are grind. I mean, you want to just give yourself the best shot and on it. Ultimately it's getting yourself the most practice time together. You want that offensive line to, to get as much time together. And I've liked what I've seen in terms of also on the practice field, we see a lot of the ones out there together. I mean, these, the, seeing all the, the guys that you're going to count on this year, a lot of reps for those guys. I mean, I think that there's a big focus on that. We saw that last year with this team when they had to get ready for the season on a, on a short notice, it was just good to see all the key players out there in contributing uh, in, in this kind of setting. Yeah. My number two takeaway was, was the size. I, I mean, you're, you're going to win the getting off the bus award. I know that the, the, the game is won and lost on the football field, but, seeing some of these guys up close and personal and when fans get a chance to see them at training camp and in the preseason there, we have some enormous gentlemen, especially <laughs> on the defensive line. And there's no other way to put it. There's huge guys now on that defensive line. Yeah. You know, and that was going to dovetail into my third and it's really with the defense is that the remodeling of the defense is real. And I think that that's – it became apparent when you see it all in its totality out there today and in and, and the last couple of days is that not only do you have a lot of guys at a bunch of different spots and, and you're wondering who's who's going to be the guy – who are going to be the odd men out at this group, it's the versatility and the ability, the mixing and matching that we're already seeing with these players. And th this is what was the plan in the offseason. And, and you've got all these different pieces that you're moving around – uh, and the defensive line is where it's most apparent, I think, because you look at that group, Malika McDowell's obviously been sidelined by uh, an injury here, but the, the, the size of that group and what they've done to remake that unit this offseason is is tremendous. And, and it makes you wonder that they can go in a lot of different directions with, with who they keep and, and what kind of looks they present. But uh, just to see them moving around, seeing the camaraderie, I mean, defensive line, no one had more fun at minicamp than the defensive line this year. I think they, they had a blast. They, they seemed to get along very well. Chris Kiffin put them through a number of different drills uh, that got the group excited. And it's just really, it'll, it'll just be, well, we're going to learn a lot about them in the first couple weeks of August, but for right now, you're, it, I'm just kind of open about what is really going to be the rotation with this group, because it could really be a mix of, of a bunch of different possibilities. Yeah, the other the other part and number three for me, sticking on the defensive side of the ball, is the speed in that secondary. And you can throw JOK into there as well. Uh, the corners and the safety packages that we saw out there, and their ability to get to the ball, to get to the ball carrier, to to move on a dime, is markedly different than what we saw a year ago. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird because obviously there was no free agent signing bigger than John Johnson, but I feel like we never talk about him. But I mean, he was just like, just such a no brainer and just such a great player that he's easy to forget about out there. But I mean, that's an elite player that's been added to the defense and really just makes everyone around him better. And I think when you've got a player like that, then all of a sudden you put Ronnie out there and Grant Delpit with him as well. And then just the the mixing and matching we've seen with the four corners. I think he, I think out there we saw Troy Hill as a slot with the first group. Then he goes to the outside with the second group. I mean, now you've got – remember, Troy Hill was an outside corner before he moved into the slot. I mean, now you've got four outside corners in Troy Hill, Newsom, Greedy, and Denzel Ward. I mean, that's, 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 that's a great start right there. I mean, and, and then you can see what they're going to be able to do with the flexibility with nickel and dime, you can use your four corners and dime. You could add the third safety. I mean, you've got a lot of options uh, with this group. And just, again, it's something that it's not that the Browns didn't 
address have players at, at these spots last year. It's just that they were never healthy at the same time. Uh, and and it, it really, you lost three guys in training camp right away that really limited what you could even install. And I think that that's, that's something where, again, health is the most important thing. They look great now, stay healthy, and, and it can really, the possibilities can be really endless at that defense. All right. Most impressive position group this week. Are you going defensive line, sticking with that, or I I am, but I don't. I just don't know what it means because, like, I I was just more impressed by what I saw from them. I, I think it's just it was a position where you at one point in the offseason, you're like, uh, what's going on here? I mean, because you, you lost you lost Ogunjobi, Ov obviously had the Achilles injury at the end of last season. His contract was up as well. Sheldon Richardson is gone as well. So three or four starters are gone, and then. The beginning of free agency was a little slow. You ring in Tack McKinley, but then all of a sudden things really ramped up when you get Jadavian Clowney. I mean, that just changes everything. And then the the, the surge of adding guys through the draft with Togiai and then more in free agency with Damian Square, Malik McDowell. I mean, now all of a sudden you've got a lot of guys there. And, and I think you bring back two players who are easy to overlook, but could really factor into this competition and Jordan Elliott and Porter Gustin. I mean, those are players that played significant snaps for, for the team last year and really held their own so it, it's it's a it's just a, a an impressive looking group when you've got them all out there and and really the the possibilities that you have with them as well I forgot to mention Malik Jackson as well again added a little bit later in free agency I mean there's just a, a bunch a bunch of new faces but when you see them all out there and see them bonding and working together you get pretty confident that an area that really was a strength of this defense last year I think it's going to maintain that strength uh this year I had the DBs, uh, and enough said. We talked about them earlier. A lot of speed and a lot of agility, a lot of athleticism, a lot more athletic, I, I feel like, than uh, than what we had in the last couple of seasons. The one player you are most excited to see when the pads come on in July is who? Who? I think it's going to be Mr. Jadavian Clowney. Because I, I think after, when you hear us talking to him, I mean, this is someone with a legitimate chip on his shoulder uh, area to prove. I mean, he he, he kind of shudders at the belief that he's an old guy now, but he's been in the league for a while. But I think for him, he sees a lot of unfinished business with with his career and, and I think with what his opportunity is in Cleveland. I, I, I'm just excited to see what he's able to do and get himself ready for the season because the guy's a freak athlete uh, who is has – had a better NFL career than his numbers even indicate. And his numbers are pretty good. I mean, it's one of those guys that is really a threat on every play. And I just, I just want to see what kind of edge and mindset he has coming off a season in Tennessee that he acknowledges was disappointing. I mean, I think he's, he's ready to, to, to come in and make a difference on this defense. And I, I think he's also ready to prove that he's far from done uh, in the NFL. And I, I get that sense that he'll be ready to go in July. Yeah, I had Clowney, and to take a page out of Zagura's book, I'm overachieving. I also made notes. I said JOK, obviously, just with how fast and how fluid he looked. And a guy that I think has had a really good offseason and clearly one of those guys that, as you had talked about, taking care of your body and, and figuring things out, Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, was, was pretty impressive uh, and had himself a nice little week as well. Again, there's no pads on. We'll see what happens when the pads come on, but – it was great to see football. It was great to see football in person uh, because we have not seen a practice in two years in person. So uh, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, this was a, a little bit of better view than training camp. Uh, we had some, some, some good shots of, of what the guys were doing, 
I'm just excited to see these guys do some 11 on 11 in training camp. That was the, the one thing where, as, as Stavansky said, this is a glorified passing camp uh, and, that, and that's okay. And I think there's, there's stuff that the O-line and D-line, I mean, this is the very much a warm up for what the, they've got in store uh, in late July. Yeah, definitely. Well, one of the biggest additions, Gribble and I have talked about it throughout the podcast, one of the biggest additions to this football team on that defensive line, defensive end, Jadavian Clowney, former number one pick, has had himself a nice little career, and he's here to help this football team win and have a little fun in doing so. Gribble and Nathan Zagura had a chance to catch up with the star defensive end, have a watch, and have a listen. All right, very happy now to be joined by Jadavian Clowney here in Berea for minicamp. And first of all, what was it like to get out here yesterday, get around your teammates, because it looked like you were having a heck of a time out there. Man, I love this game. I love football. And, uh, you know, I love being out there with my teammates and as you go out there and uh, see new faces. Uh, I was excited about it, getting to know the guys. I was just looking forward to it. What were some of your impressions of, of your guys in your defensive line room? I know you you know Miles and, and a lot of new guys in that room. Yeah. I think we got a deep room, we got a deep roster. I just think um, right now we're just learning the system and uh, learning each other, figuring each other out what we all can do it. And, uh, Coming together is going to be the, the thing in the next few months. So just keep being together, getting to know the guys, and hopefully this next month we can stay together, work this offseason, this next month off, and get ready for training camp. It looks like you guys have some fun with some of these drills. There's one where you got to run around in circles, bat the tennis balls around while you're doing that. And whenever Andrew Billings goes, there seems to be a big reaction for the big fella making his moves around there. So it seems like you guys already have some, like, fun. Oh, yeah, we love to see big boy move, man. We talk about, I said, boy, it's funny to see 340, 350 move like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited about being with this group. Uh, I told them it's a group group. Um, uh, I, I haven't been with a group like this in a while, so I've been looking forward to it. And I'm just extremely happy to be here right now and get ready for the season. Jadavion, walk us through what the, the time has been like since you signed with the Browns. What have you been up to and, and what, have, what, what have you been doing to get ready for the season? I've just been really rehabbing and training. Uh, you know, I came off a meniscus injury last year, and uh, I had to get back 100% off my, my, knee, my knee from the meniscus and really just training and staying in shape. It's been a big thing for me coming here, learning the playbook, learning the system, and um, get ready to go. And you certainly look like you're feeling great. Very explosive yeah. out there yesterday, and, and you could tell everybody was kind of, oh, wow. When you think about the guys that you have on this defense, when you look around in your room, you know, with Miles and Tack, and you mentioned the big fella Billings and Malik Jackson's played at a high level, some of the young guys, and then the back end of this defense, which in those seven on sevens flying around yesterday, are you pretty excited? You were on some great defenses down in Houston. And I know when you said you have that front oh, yeah. and that back and working that back together, yeah. that's when it happens. That's what it reminded me of being here, reminded me of the, uh, the team we had back in Houston. I said, we got a good a total defense and we got it. Middle guys, the linebacker group excited me. They fly around. I'm very excited about the linebacker core. The secondary excited me. We got a bunch of guys that can just play like instinctive players. They can make plays. And I saw this is the last time I've been on a group of guys like this was I was really home in Houston. And uh, I just was excited about that group. And I'm very excited looking forward to this group and just seeing what we can do together. David, what, what kind of reaction have you gotten from some of your friends and even some people in the NFL since you signed with the Browns? And what are you, what are you telling those people when you, you explain your decision to them? Uh, some of them were shocked. They say, you came to Cleveland. I'm like, uh, I think Cleveland is getting a lot better. Uh, I was thinking about a situation for myself, uh, looking out for myself, and putting myself in the best situation so I can go out there and play. And my biggest thing was 
But first and foremost, getting back into the 4-3. Had one of my best rush seasons in Seattle in the 4-3, even though I had a little bit of sacks. So that was my biggest thing, get back in there. And who can help me up front and who can help me in the back end? And I see in Cleveland's roster, I just said they got the total roster. They can do it all. So especially on defense. And I can say, where can I fit in that and come in and help help the guys up front in the secondary and try to get out the guys. And one of the things when we talked when you signed, you know, you said – you love that they had a plan for you, and you loved Andrew yeah, Barry. Was, yeah. was relentless in his pursuit of you. Well, now he's yeah, got sure. you. You guys got to be on the same field together yesterday. What was it like just kind of being back with AB and, and Coach Stefanski after you guys had that meeting here that really kind of set yeah. everything in motion? Man, it felt good. It felt good. Um, like I said, I was excited to get back up here, get going. I, I told them guys I haven't did OTAs and minicap in so long. It's been so in some years. And for me to get out here, that's what I was more excited about. I said this year I was going to try to get in and get going early. So I don't have to get my feet wet like week one and two and try to get rolling. So I was looking forward to that and knowing the playbook going to be the biggest thing for me. And like I said, uh, I'm glad them guys got me here. It's a great group of guys. They all cool. Everybody laid back. We all come to work. We got our job and having fun. Were you impressed yesterday that for the first time this team has gotten together and there, look, defense, probably of the top 15 guys are going to play, 11 are going to be new. And on offense, you know, yes, they're running back, but a lot of those guys weren't here the last couple weeks. There weren't a lot of mistakes. It seemed like people were lined up where they were supposed to be. Were you impressed just kind of with the the workmanlike or, or, or success that you guys had so early? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said, the linebacker core, we got very smart. They can line guys up already. And I never, and, and I've seen that early since I've be, been here. And, um, and that's hats off to the coaching staff. They're keeping it simple for the guy. They want us to play fast and they, they, they know what they're doing here. So um, they, they know. So I'm just following in line, you know, trying to get going and stay, keep up with the rest of the group. How differently do you approach this part of the offseason than you maybe did earlier in your career? What are you doing differently now than, than you didn't do earlier uh, in your career? I think I think uh, probably probably reset my body. Like uh, um, when I say that, it's like I have to start back from square one, like every offseason now, like since I've been injured, like start back from small mobility movements, uh, building, increasing, then gaining weight, and then putting weight on. Like after this month, I start putting weight on, trying to get uh, heavy for training camp. I don't put weight on to training camp coming around, but I have my movement function movements down so I can move a bit intact with my body and know how to move. So that was the biggest thing, just learn how to how my body moving. Um, so I can be stable in my moves and my rush and then I put the weight on and can't wait for a uh, training camp. Well, we certainly saw that you are fast right now. They were doing the drill yeah. where you had to simulate the quarterback running out of the pocket. And when you were playing the quarter, nobody was catching you, man. You were yeah. running away from these guys like a running back. <laughs> Yeah, man, I was always known for having speed, man. You already knew that. I still yeah, got some speed, so <laughs> I always try to know that's the first thing I'm going to. I'm fast off the ball, and I'm going to continue to you know, get off that rock. Absolutely. Were you, were you surprised yesterday that 10 minutes, I think it was 10 minutes by my calculation, the O-line and D-line, you guys were just over there running. I couldn't believe oh, it. Oh, yeah. Bruce, I, I said the same thing. First day out here, they got us conditioning, you know, but, hey. They got us here. Let's get it. You know, uh, when I went complaining, I'm just running with a smile on my face, you know, so enjoying it, enjoying the process. Jadavion, on your on your defensive line, it seems like especially in that middle, there's going to be a ton of competition uh, in training camp. How is that going to affect what you're doing and how is that going to make this group better uh, when you get to the season? I feel like it's competition all over the field, not just there on the ends and everywhere, man. I think competition brings out the best in all the players. So uh, whenever you can make guys compete, you get to see what they what they made of, see the best come out of them. So I'm looking forward to see who 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 get the who started on this front and who started behind me and everywhere, you know. Uh, 
it's going to be great to be around competition. You probably be out there somewhat, see what's going on. So <laughs> oh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited like you guys are. So let's see what happens. I don't know if anybody's more excited than Coach Kiffin. And uh, oh yeah, he says good group. You know, uh, the funny thing is, that's a young group too. Like very young. Every time I ask somebody, "How many years you been?" Like four or five. How old are you? Twenty five. I'm like, man, y'all younger than me. Like, <laughs> am I getting up there like? That? <laughs> but uh, it is. You know, I'm having fun. Are you having the young guys kind of pick your brain a lot? I mean, you know, you think about the the performance on the field and your experience. I'm sure there are a lot of guys who were trying to be, I want to be Jadavian Clowney. You know what I, I mean? Think, uh, you know, they ask questions. I just, whatever knowledge I got, I try to feed it to them the same way I was asking questions when I got drafted from older cadets. And, you know, whatever can help you stay in the league longer, you always want to know how you've been in this league so long and know how you stand. So just try to give them whatever I can give them, advice I can give them. David, when this wraps up, what are you doing over these next six weeks? Do you have any? Do you take some time off, or is it full full systems um, at this point? Well, well after, right after this, I got a camp coming up uh, in South Carolina, and then I'm gonna take my family on a vacation, my girl and my kids, and then I'm back to training. Hmm. Back to training, man. It's got to be my best season of my career. I'm looking forward to it. And I don't want to fall off now. I've been training for the last few months since my injury, and uh, it's not a good time for me to take the break and fall off. So yeah. Keep that momentum going. Keep it going. Keep it going all the way through. So I'm looking forward to that, man, and uh, see what's leading. All right. Well, we appreciate the time. I'm going to leave you with this one here. You obviously, I'm sure, have felt and sensed the the passion of Cleveland Browns fans. I was going to yeah. say craziness. They love this football team. You're a part of it. Now, how excited are you to get to be in front of these fans when we get going here in the fall? I'm very excited, man. Like I said, I'm looking forward to, you know, you love a crowd that stay behind their team and cheer their team on. And, uh, you know, it's going to be fun to play in front of them and try to give them all I got here. We can't wait, James. Thanks so much for the time. Thank Best you. of luck. And I look forward to seeing you again. All right. Take care. Thanks to Jadavian Clowney for his time. Uh, he went from us to talking to the media, to lifting, to lunch, and then out to practice. Quite the day that he had on Wednesday. Gribbs, your biggest takeaways from uh, what Jadavian Clowney had to say. I, I just think uh, dealing with him now a couple times, he, he's a fun guy. I mean, and you see the excitement and energy out there on the field. I mean, it, it seems like he has really been uplifted by the scenario he faces in Cleveland now. I think he really, uh, really thought through this decision before making it. Obviously, he made it much later in the free agency decision, but seems like a guy that's very much happy with his decision. And I think he, I think the support system he has here and the opportunity he sees for himself, I think that's more than a reason to get excited. And, you know, as I said earlier, I think it's clear the guy has something to prove and he has made no bones about it. Uh, he talked about how short his vacation was going to be because he's going right back to work uh, and getting ready and getting, getting himself as, as ready as he can be after, after dealing with the knee injury last year. You know, we didn't get to see him in Tennessee last year. Uh, I don't think you wanted to see us the way the Browns played in Tennessee last year. So I think that, uh, but he he probably watched closely, knows the t kind of team he's joining, and I think he can see the kind of impact he's going to be able to make here. You, we we talk so much about a lot of guys on prove-it deals. He might be the biggest one. I mean, this the, the career is, he's had a good career, but at some point the career starts to wind down a little bit. And the chances to make an impact and, and have a say. And you talked about it earlier. He's one of the oldest guys now on this football team. Um, you know, the, the clock is ticking. He is clearly aware of it. And I keep going back to what he said when he signed here in his initial press conference. They wanted me. Andrew Barry wanted me. Kevin Stefanski wanted me. They came back. 
They kept talking to me. They wouldn't let me like try to decide on someone else. They wanted me. They showed that they had an interest and, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a, it's probably, it's a Browns group that probably sees the value in what he's been able to do even if the sack numbers sometimes haven't followed. Because I think if you looked at the impact he had in Tennessee last year, even though he didn't, uh, the stats didn't follow, I think you look at the defense with and without him, there was a big difference. I think he, he played a key role for them uh, and, and did the same in Houston on the opposite side of J.J. Watt. I, I think he's in a similar situation as he was in Houston with Miles Garrett on the other side of him. And I, I think he's in a, a really good situation to produce. And I think, again, he's in a 4-3, which is what he really likes to, to be a part of as well. So... Uh, I just think that the, the, the setting is, is correct for him. The belief in him is as high as it's going to be. And I, I think he, he's, he's putting himself in a position to, to really make, to really have a bounce back season uh, from, from what was disappointing last year because of the injury he had. Yeah, no question about it. Thanks to Davey and Clowney for his time. Uh, some news coming out on Wednesday, uh, the NFL and NFLPA agreeing to new protocols as we approach the training camp portion, the preseason and the season. And really there's one big theme, Andrew Gribble. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically the, the incentives and, and JC Trey doesn't like that word, but the, the, what follows if you get vaccinated brings you as close as possible to what you used to experience in the NFL before COVID. I would, I would say that, that it, the, the way I looked at it at the, the breakdown, it's, it's like there's two parallel universes, uh, inside NFL facilities, uh, starting in training camp, it's it's the life that the the vaccinated uh, will experience and the what the unvaccinated will experience. And I think that the easiest way to put it is that the vaccinated get to experience what is what they used to have in the NFL in 2019 and earlier. The unvaccinated are largely going through what they went through last year. I think not, very little is changing for the unvaccinated players compared to the protocols they got to experience last year. It goes down to mask wearing, not being able to eat in the cafeteria, not leaving the team hotel uh, on trips. I mean, there's, there's a lot there. And it was, it was the daily testing. I mean, there, there's a lot that goes on and it's a, it comes down to players. It's a personal decision for them, but uh, as Kevin Stefanski has talked about, they're trying to educate the players as best as they can. They view getting vaccinated as a competitive uh, advantage uh, for, for the team. So, We'll see how this progresses, but uh, I think that there, there's a lot of a lot to read there for the players as they go into the, this this portion of the offseason, and, and a lot to a lot to see in very clear fashion what it means to with those decisions that that they have to make. All right, offseason is officially over. What is your biggest question for about this football team? Because the next time we see them will be training camp and the 2021 season. I think I was talking about this earlier, but. I, I I know that the Browns have a lot of really good and talented linebackers. I just don't even know where to start. Like, I, I mean, that's my, my biggest question is on the defense. Like, I think the defensive line, I've got like a pretty good idea. You've got Miles Garrett, you got Jadavian Clowney, you've got a bunch of defensive tackles who make it work. They're going to make it work at linebacker too. I just have no idea what it's going to look like because we're talking about all the additions of nickel and dime. And what does that mean for the linebackers? We talk about, uh, all the defensive backs you've added to the group. I mean, uh, at playing with three safeties. Outside of Anthony Walker, who I expect to be in the middle out there, I just don't – I don't really have a sense yet of what that group, the rotations are going to look like. And I don't – that's not a bad thing. I just think that that group is essentially a blank slate going into this year. Even though you have a bunch of familiar faces, I just think the dynamic of that group has changed so much uh, over the offseason with the additions of JOK, 
uh, Tony Fields, Anthony Walker, and then just everything that's happened behind them in the secondary and how that affects them and, and what they'll look like. So I, I'm intrigued on, on how they're going to look this year because I, I just don't know at this point. The players, the coaches, the front office, it is summer vacation time. It's also our little summer vacation time and our chance to recharge and get ready for the 2021 season. We want to thank everybody that has watched, listened, that has interacted with us on social media, whether you like something that you heard, whether you didn't like it, whether you just gave an opinion. We appreciate everybody tuning in for the last 19 weeks to the best podcast available. Thanks to Jeff McDaniel for all of his hard work. Uh, Mr. Baco, I know, has filled in as well. Uh, both of those guys, uh, as well as a number of guys in our video department who've helped us out when we needed to record something last minute or in the middle of the night or middle of the day <laughs> with a lot going on. Uh, we, we couldn't have done it without all of their help as well. We will be back with you training camp. When the players and coaches report, we will report for BPA training camp additions. Make sure you are on the lookout for that. Gribble and I are going to get away, get a little rest, a little R&R. Gribs, take care. Be well, you and Me your too. family as well. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe today to the best podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you to watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Browns. Get you all of the best podcast available editions here in 2021. For Andrew Gribble, I'm Jason Gibbs. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the best podcast available.